said you would tell me a story before I go to bed. Hello and welcome to Tell Tales to Kids, the podcast that helps you develop your skills, whether it's telling your own stories, making them up and feeling comfortable about sharing them with your children, which of course you should do. Hello, my name's Julie Pryke. I'm a mum, a grandma, or rather nana, to four kids, a storyteller and a children's author. Each time I I do a podcast, I try and give you new and easy tips to storytelling, an example story at the end. Today's a bit different, just games and stories for the holidays. I hope that's okay. I have put a summary on my website page as usual. That's telltales2kids.com. It's the figure two. And it's all one word and it's all lowercase. I hope you have a fun healthy and relaxing time and I hope this helps a little bit. So let's get started with the first idea which is a little story rhyme and I encourage you to think of how you could write your own. So it's called The Snowman. It was a snowy snowy day and the children had built a snowman. All of a sudden someone threw a snowball and (gasps) Oh no, the snowman's head fell off. The children put it back on again. And the snowman said, It was a snowy, snowy day. And the children had built a snowman. All of a sudden, someone threw a snowball. And, oh no, the snowman's head fell off. And the children put it back on again. And the snowman said, It was a snowy, snowy day. Now, I'm not going to keep on repeating that, you'll be pleased to know. But the idea is, they listen the first time and enjoy it, and then it starts to repeat, and they're surprised and amused. By the time you finish the second verse, they will also try and join in. And with a few goes, they'll know it off by heart and be able to repeat it to anyone else and catch them out with the same joke. So it's always very popular. Now, I'm assuming that mainly we're looking at five-year-olds and unders or six-year-olds and unders today because the other children, um, they'll be able to help, of course, but perhaps they have their own ideas of things they want to do already. My first thought was, to get a story box, fill it uh, with um, things to do with Christmas. A, a, a card with a nice picture on it, a bauble, a toy trumpet, a cracker, a star, a snowman. Whatever you can think of, a snowflake. Uh, make sure there's about two items each so that they all have a good choice. Ask one of the children to pull one item out and put it where everyone can see it. Then ask the children who they think it belongs to. To start them off, help by giving them a choice. Santa, an elf or someone else. And ask them why they think that. Then let another uh, one of them pull the next item out and ask them to tell you a bit more. Does it belong to the same person? If not, who? Let them all have a turn. Then ask them to make up a story with 
those characters that have already been mentioned and the items they have picked out. If they want to peep in the box to look at another item to give them an idea, then of course they can. They can work together making up a story, and sometimes this is where elder children are really helpful, or they can make one up by themselves. You can help if anyone needs it, then they can take turns in telling the story to everyone. I will warn you though that some will be very, very short and others could be quite long. The first story my eldest grandson ever told me uh, was when we were walking along and I told him a story and he said, Nana, I know a story. And it was this. One day there was a boy called Peter and he had a dog and he went to a shop and he got a bone and he went home. That's all it was. But then Thomas was under two or just about two years old. So it was really good that he'd thought of it. Now then, um, if they tell you a very, very long tale, I think you might have to gently interrupt or discourage them in some way by encouraging somebody else. Um, but shall I tell you one myself now about the Christmas birthday party? There's a little baby called Kean, and it was his birthday. And it was at Christmas that Nana came to visit him and she brought her two magic toys with her. There was Wanda, the wooden cat, and Susie, the wooden dog. Wanda was very sensible um, and Susie was a bit crazy, but they always behaved until Nana took them out of her bag because when she took them out of her bag, they turned into real animals. Today, Nana decided she'd better just let Wanda out of the bag and not Susie because she bought four balloons with her. One was shaped like the moon and three were shaped like stars. And they floated up to the ceiling and Kian was so pleased to see them. Now, Wanda looked at Kian and he was trying to get some bricks to build a tower or a ladder to climb up to reach the uh, balloons. And she was scared that he might hurt himself. And so she climbed over or ran over as cats do to him and tried to make sure he was safe. And when he built his little ladder out of bricks, she grabbed hold of him so that he didn't fall down because he was starting to fall and she didn't want him to hurt herself. But when she did that, she knocked over Nana's bag and Susie fell out. Well, Susie turned straight into a big dog and she was very excited when she, excited when she saw what was happening. So she kept taking the bricks from the bottom of the ladder and then adding them on to the top so that Kian could climb all the way up. And Wanda looked after uh, Kian holding his jumper in her mouth. Then, unfortunately, Susie had a good idea and floated uh, towards um, Kian 
and let him climb onto her back. And then she started um, chasing balloons and Kian was able to grab hold of the strings of one of them and floated around away from Kian. <gasps> Nana came in and saw what had happened and started laughing as Susie popped a balloon and a beautiful star came out of the middle and floated back up to the ceiling. Kian squealed with delight and so Susie popped two more. Then Wanda, who had been very frightened, got stuck to the ceiling too. Kian clapped his hand but forgot he was holding the moon-shaped balloon and it floated up as well. Nana caught Kian as he fell and Wanda pushed the balloon very gently with her paw and it came back down again. Kian tapped it, it went up, Wanda tapped it and it came down. Wanda forgot to be frightened and began to float back down to the floor. As she did so, she accidentally popped the last balloon and the little moon went straight up to the ceiling again. Nana lifted Kian up for a closer look and asked Susie to help Wanda because when she'd burst the balloon, she'd got a bit frightened and she'd landed on the ceiling herself again. So Wanda helped them, Susie helped Wanda, then Nana put them both back in the bag and they turned back into little wooden animals. And Nana gave Kian a big hug, snuggled him down and sang him to sleep. I have another quick game for you now. Get everyone to sit in a circle. It doesn't matter whether they're on the floor or in a chair, but you can tell that they can go round. Uh, ask one of them to start off a story, preferably one of the older ones. So they say one sentence or a little bit more about something that's happening and then Straight away, the next person has a turn and they say what they think happened next until everyone has added something to the story. Then it comes back to you and you can decide whether and that was the end of the story or if it doesn't quite make sense, you can add another story to uh, another sentence rather, sorry, to finish it off. Now I have one more story for you. Can you hear the Christmas bells? It's been nearly time now. And I'd like to tell you about something that happened on Christmas Eve. The Christmas wrapping paper. There was a little girl called Jenny. And she loved her new wrapping paper. Which was full of pictures of Christmas. There were trees and it had Santa and Rudolph and elves on it. And it was so nice that her granddad had helped to stick it on her bedroom wall and she could look at it every time she went to sleep. Tonight was Christmas Eve and she was very excited because as she peeped at the wrapping paper, everything seemed to move. She felt a bit puzzled, but then she was worried. She realised that Rudolph had disappeared. Oh no, how would Santa fly his sleigh now? She looked down by the elf, but he wasn't there. So she searched everywhere else for him. She stared at the picture and she, suddenly she spotted him. He was behind the sleigh, eating berries off a bush. And just his head was showing. 
She thought this was really funny. He disappeared again, but now she wasn't worried. She still just thought it was funny. Where would he be next? She looked and looked until she saw him behind a tree. Or at least she could see his tail and his bottom sticking out. She looked back at Santa, but he had moved too. He climbed into a small chimney on the floor marked tummy measure. She could see Santa was struggling to get out again. His face was very red and he looked grumpy. The notice on the chimney had said, Is this tummy, is your tummy too big for this measure? If so, you will not be allowed to go down any chimneys on this flight. Please take any action necessary to reduce your size. So Santa had measured himself in the tummy measure, but he was a bit big. Anyway, he managed to pop out again. And when she looked at the sleigh, it was lovely. It had lots of presents in it. There was one with her name on it and one for her little brother, Billy. And hers looked lumpy and a bit big. The elves were carrying lots more presents to the, the uh, sleigh and packing them all up. Then Santa suddenly noticed that Rudolph wasn't there and began to search for him. He went round the house, banging doors open and shut and shouting his name, but Rudolph wasn't there. He looked through the snow arch and Santa himself even got stuck in a tree. But Rudolph wasn't there either. Santa looked even more grumpy than before. He started unload, um, unloading the sleigh and put some of the toys in the biggest toy car, but the car wouldn't go up in the air because it was scared of heights. Next, Santa tried to load the presents into the, a toy tractor. That's better, he thought. I can get more tra uh, presents on here. But the tractor was too heavy to go up in the air. Santa tried fastening some kites on it, but it wasn't very windy, so the kites couldn't fly either. Finally, Santa tied all the scooters and prams onto the front of the sleigh. He added lots of balloons to help, put all the presents in the back, and off he went bumping along and bouncing up and down over the treetops. Now you know what traffic lights look like that stop cars. In England we have a red one, an orange one, and a green one, and they're ready for stop, and the green one's for go. Well, Rudolph popped up through the trees, holding a green balloon in his mouth. Santa saw it and thought it was a traffic light. Oh, good, he said to himself, a green light. Not much traffic tonight, then. <gasps> Rudolph panicked a little bit. He ran near, and now he's holding a yellow balloon. Oh, oh, chuckled Santa. The lights are changing. I'd better be careful. Santa galloped along the uh, Rudolph galloped along the woodland path until he was just in front of Santa. Rudolph's red nose was glowing brightly. Thinking it was a red nose, Santa pulled on the reins of the sleigh. It screeched to a halt, so that suddenly all the prams and all the scooters fell over in a heap. Rudolph shouted, "Santa!" Santa uh, Rudolph stepped slowly forward and went carefully over the scooters and the pramps, and he and Santa had a big hug. They were both very pleased. Then Rudolph turned round so that Santa could fasten him onto the sleigh. Quickly, 
and to pop the scooters and prams back on the sleigh, sprinkled them with a bit of wishing dust, and they became lovely, shiny wrapped presents again. Rudolph, you are silly, but I'm so glad you're back, said Santa as they set off through the night sky. In the morning, there was a little... Uh, sorry, in the morning at the bottom of Jenny's bed, there was a lumpy parcel she'd seen on the sleigh. She couldn't wait to open it. Excitedly, she tore off the paper and found it was a beautiful new bicycle, just like she'd asked Santa for. Baby Billy had his present too and they rushed into Mummy and Daddy's room, shouting, Happy Christmas! And it was. And I hope it is for you. I'll be back in January with my next pod podcast. Bye-bye.